Well, grace and peace, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a magnanimous day. It's your girl, Yammy, a.k.a. Yams B. Sam. And you are now listening to Can I Be Honest? Grace and peace, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a magnanimous day. It is your girl, Yammy, a.k.a. Yams B. San, and you are now tuned into the Can I Be Honest podcast. So, can I be honest? <laughs> this is the last episode of the season. Yeah? <laughs> so, um, this is the last episode of the season. This is um, season two of a uh, podcast that be- I began at the beginning of this year. The end of the year is rounding up, um, and soon we will be into a new month. I don't think that I'll be uh, producing or you know creating uh, content in the podcast format um, until about 2020. The next episode, I suspect will be around um, then, unless it's like a bonus or something like that. But um, this has been quite a journey. <laughs> like, I think the last time I ended um, a series, series se- season one, rather, um, I mentioned, I went through kind of the Rolodex of my mind at the time. Um, but now I'm in a position where I can think about it um, times two, right? So, like, we're closing out a year, um, and the year has been, I don't know, filled with an abundance of ups and downs, but at the same token, I think for me, I've had um, an empowerment through what I would, uh, empowerment through what I would only classify as having um from my relationship with God developing a lot stronger um and it's just kind of been overflowing in other things so one of the things that um I am is at times a worrier now I'm saying I am but I'm going to change I, I'm saying I or said I am but I'm going to change my verbiage because one of the things I've been working on in therapy is not owning is not to own things that have a negative connotation, right? So worry um, has a negative connotation. So I am going to change my perspective, even as I speak. And uh, the other thing is to, uh, when I recognize it, to make a quick change, right? So not only am I not, I'm a, am I not going to say, or I'm going to do better at not saying things that have um, negative implications, but um, when I do it, I'm going to own up to it. And I'm going to try to change my verbiage immediately. So I used to be a worrier, right? It, it was in my um, my um, my per, proverbial DNA to, um, if things weren't lining up according to a plan that I had instructed or I had placed for myself, then I um, was to either retreat or to panic or to go you know, spiral into a bunch of thoughts um, about that. One thing I can say about 2020 is that it has uh, created in me a sense that my confidence 
no longer needs to rest in me and it just needs to rest in God. And this is going to sound super duper preachy. I can't help it because this is just kind of where I'm at at the moment. Right. So one of the reasons why I know for me that I, I placed so much emphasis on worry is because the weight of the things that I was worrying about had everything to do with me, my ability, my talents, my perception of who I think I am, like just all me, 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 me. What I feel myself transitioning into is the perspective that is not about me, but it's the dependency on God. So like, here's what I'm talking about, right? So I have been, I was, uh, I was welcomed into the Christian family when I was 14, I believe, um, 20, 14, 28, seven, whatever 14 minus or 33 minus 14 is, that's how long I've been, you know, saved or whatever. I didn't get baptized until six years. I mean, whatever, two years after that, which is consistent with my behavior that I think about it. So I committed to the Lord, right? The, and and in true Baptist tradition, the uh, and and most Christian kind of uh, uh, traditions, and I like I don't have the appropriate verbiage, so like don't ding me on this. This is just me talking, right? So it it, it uh, um, the acceptance of Christ as your personal savior precedes uh, baptism, like, and it's usually done like immediately. But for whatever reason, I wasn't true to my form able to commit all the way. So I accepted Christ as my personal savior. I did that. And then it took me two years from that time to actually like get, you know, take me to the water. It took me two years after that to do that. And when I think about kind of my processes, that is me to the core. I will start something like this podcast and, you know, just kind of observe it for a minute and in fear, not pursue anything beyond that if um, I don't think I have the skills or the qualities or, the you know, whatever to uphold that thing, right? So going back to my original point, my, my worry was based on those kinds of things. But since, I don't know, this year has kind of forced me out into a, a thought process that is further away from that, um, I've been forced to really place my emphasis on God. Like real talk, real deal. Like I've told you guys so many times in this podcast before, I have been a worker bee, like for as long as I could remember, I was always trying to come up with the hustle, you know, just, just, uh, just the, not for nothing else, but to have my own independence. Independence has always been an important like quality for me to maintain. That being said, I, um, when I decided to, to quit my job before the pandemic at the beginning of this year, I was like, yo, who is this? like, what are we going to do? And then my immediate thought was I'm going to find a job easy. If I got to flip these, you know, burgers at, you know, Wendy's or whatever, I'm going to do it. I'm going to find my hustle. And sure. True, true to that. I got a bunch of kind of, um, job, um, not offers necessarily, I got uh, interviews. I got interviews for jobs right before the shutdown happened. 
Like if that ain't a way for God, for me to shake me up a little bit, to be like, sis, I need you to stop doing what you've been doing and do what I'm telling you to do. <laughs> because I had felt for a while um, that uh, this was coming, right? But I didn't like it. I, and I knew it was coming because I kept getting people who were uh, similar to me. Uh, if you uh, listen to the Women in Ministry uh, episode um, featuring Dr. Helen Lawrence, you heard her talk about how she was transitioning at some point um, and how we had a conversation. And I was kind of like, yeah, girl, well, you know, that's you. God bless you. And I'm praying for you. But I was like, <laughs> but in the back of my head, I felt like it was coming because there was a certain requirement level, a certain thing that I felt like I was trying to get me to do that I was a, I was a resistant to, but I be wanted, like I wanted God's best for me, but it required faith and it required my faith level to be developed and it required my faith level to increase. Right. Or, and to be activated in a different capacity. Cause like, I feel like we have faith for different things, but the things that God was requesting, um, for me required a faith that had no backup plan. So I think, and it's not because I don't believe that I'm going to revisit it or it's not going to come up. Or I'm not going to be tested again, but I think that in so many ways that part of me has grown and matured and I'm starting to see the fruit of just kind of that level of obedience. And I can't thank God enough for it. Like this podcast, and I probably said this a number of times, was a, a, a thought, a brainchild of mine last year, but I didn't move on it until... I don't know. I wasn't, I had no backup plan. And it's not like this is not, this, this is not, this, doing a pod, doing this podcast is not a backup plan for me. It's really what I feel like I've been kind of called to do in this moment. Um, not just because, not because I'm gifted or I can like, I, or I have a plethora of people that I can reach out to, to come on board or, or whatever, but it required faith and it required consistency and consistency has always been a thing that I lacked. And I think even uh, in developing my faith in reducing my ability to depend on myself and, you know, therefore eliminating um, worry, um, God was trying to instill in me a a level of consistency that surpassed like my hustle phase. Like I can do consistency when I know that there is an end, right? So like going to school, psh, easy. Going to work, even psh, easy. Cause they all had end, you know, school, undergrad, you know, um, getting my master's or whatever. I knew there was a timeline where it's going to end. Same thing with the job. I thought I was going to be, you know, working for the man for my whole, uh, for, you know, my entire life. But I also knew that at 55 or 65, at that point, it was going to come to an end. So I could do, I could build myself up to do those things. But what was being tested was my consistency when there was no fruit or when I didn't have an abundance of, you know, listeners or there's not a lot of likes or, um, 
I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's reaching reaching the proverbial goal. But even then, even even with the development of my consistency, my mindset was changing. If I don't, and I said this at the season finale, uh, season one, but if I don't touch the masses, that's all right. As long as y'all are listening and y'all are getting something from it and it's blessing you, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's that for now is good enough for me. And it has to be good enough for me because it's good enough for God. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So as we close out, I'm not going to be here um, before you long. Hello. This is my final closing. This is not my second. This is not my first or my second closing. This is my third closing. Um, I'm going to put the same thing on you. What are some things that you are like learning and gleaning from and this year has helped you to develop? Think about them from a positive perspective. Some of us have experienced tremendous loss. Some of us could dwell on um, some of the hurtful experiences that we have. And I get those. Those are real. And you definitely need to take those to God. But I also want to challenge us to reposition our mindset and our thinking so that it accepts that even in the midst of some like really dumb shit, (laughs) some really amazing things also happened. If you needed rest, you probably got it. If you needed to build or develop a closeness, you know, with God or your family, your friends, you probably got it. If for nothing, you realize that, you know, you don't really like your job and you probably can't do this much too long and you need to find a different avenue um, for success and to, or to even redefine what success looks like for you. That's also a good thing. So for every and for every negative thing that kind of pops up, I encourage you to list two or three positive things um, to kind of swallow up that negative thing. I don't know if it's the book that I'm reading. I don't know if it's just the day or the week that I've been having. My kid has been having a really great week in e-learning, so I don't feel as overwhelmed. I've been like really in my Bible. I, I preached, um, and if you go on my YouTube page, you can um, see it. Um, a couple weeks back, I preached a Bible study about faith and how um, the reading of Psalms, um, the book of Psalms, um, can help to develop and encourage us to uh, to grow and develop our faith in God. And I've been kind of staying with that personally. And the effects that it's been having on me have been tremendous. Like I feel a difference when I don't wake up and I don't give my first attention to reading a psalm and staying focused or, you know, aligning myself with God. It's even increased my ability that plus the reading material, the, the side mm-hmm. material that I've been reading. I've been reading a book uh, about um, the story of Hagar and how um, it's a womanist theology book that talks about how uh, the story of Hagar parallels the Black woman theology. And uh, just um, one of my uh, old uh, uh, graduate school professors um, has a book about um, women, Black women specifically, taking on, I'm going to find it, um, taking on Superwoman Complex. I need to find that book so I can tell you guys about it because it's a really good read so far. Um, Too Heavy a Yoke, Black Women and the Burden of Strength. 
um, from Professor Dr. Walker Barnes. Um, she was uh, one of my professors when I was in uh, um, graduate school at McAfee School of Theology. So I purchased her book recently. I got a journal from um, Dr. Jennifer Carnes that I'm really excited about. And like for the next uh, month, uh, in December, I'm going to really zone in into developing this consistency that I so that I can bring it into um, my new year. I don't care what happens next year because 2020 has decidedly told me that I am as long as I stay within the realms of um, depending on God, everything else is just going it's it's going to have to line up. So destruction. You know, not having riches, I may have some downtime, but I think in me, he's building up a true character. And I hope for you too, that you can, um, I don't know, find that same thing between you and him. And overall peace, of course. That being said, um, I think we have talked enough. Uh, if I don't talk to you guys again, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, um, I don't know, peace and blessings, and may God just cover y'all, just like for real, for real, my, and I'll be praying for y'all too, my listeners, um, that God transforms your life and your thinking so that you can always be ready and willing to receive the positive things that he has for you, even in the midst of um, some troubling times. Okay. Oh, look at my earrings. I purchased them from, um, Radia Johnson. Radia, am I here messing up your name? Well, if you want them, just send me a message and I'll tell you how you can go ahead and get them. They're really cute though. Okay. Boo boy. <laughs>